I'm about to reveal the next $4,000 trillion idea. It's not crypto, it's not AI, and it isn't a drug. In fact, it's much bigger than all of those things combined. It's so big that it'll put every financial instrument that ever existed to shame. Let's get started. Earlier this year, I revealed how a small organization is quietly the biggest shareholder in 96% of American companies and how they use their voting power to dictate corporate policy that puts billions into their pockets. If you missed that letter, I highly recommend reading it before today's issue. In this letter, I'll expose a much, much grander scheme of asset accumulation, a $4,000 trillion multilateral operation meant to financialize all of the world's natural resources, down to the last breath of fresh air. And no, $4,000 trillion isn't a typo. At first, this will sound like just another conspiracy. But don't let the unthinkable scale of this operation fool you into thinking this can't be true. Because it's already happening. In fact, a special investment vehicle that lets Wall Street do this has already been greenlit. You've all probably heard about Bill Gates and his farmland grab. For the past decade, the tech billionaire has been gobbling up hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland. He's accumulated so much land that last year, he owned a mind-boggling 242,000 plus acres, making him America's largest farmland owner. But as big as landowner as he is, Gates is just a poster child for a much bigger land grab. As I exposed in my letter, Food Wars, The Next Pandemic, behind the scenes, there's a massive transfer of farmland from individual farmers to asset managers. For example, the Teachers Insurance and Annuity Association of America one of the largest pension funds in America, has acquired more than 2 million acres of farmland since 2010. That's 10 times more than Bill Gates. Why so much institutional money suddenly flocking into a historically ignored and low-returning asset class? Many analysts think Wall Street is pursuing this land grab for the sheer economic value of that land. But there's much more to it. Let me ask you what seems like a simple question. How much is a piece of land worth? If you're a realtor, you would probably think through the property's economics, what structures you could build on it, and how you could farm or otherwise utilize it. Then you take that information to project cash flows and tally up a rough estimate. But the land's utilitarian value is just part of what it's actually worth to society. The land itself and its role in nature's ecosystem has intrinsic value too. For example, a plot in the forest may have vegetation that supplies fresh air and water. It may provide a home to wildlife, trap carbon, and carry out other services that underpin life. These natural processes are not factored in into the land sale price because they don't have a monetary value, nor has there been a legal framework to commercialize them. Until now. Last April, the NYSC and the Intrinsic Exchange Group introduced a new kind of securities and accounting standards designed to financialize these very natural processes. This asset class is called a natural asset company, otherwise known as NAC. And what it essentially do is allow landowners to IPO their properties with the natural resources that inherently come with them. Take a look. The owner will get capital to reinvest into that land or buy more. And investors, in return, will get a share of the rights to its natural services and any profits that may come from them. Here's the scheme in a nutshell. Number one, Identify a natural asset. Number two, create a natural asset company. And number three, convert that into financial capital. 
In other words, Wall Street will take all of nature's natural processes, things that have always been your inherent right by nature, and turn them into financial capital. The wonders of Mother Earth will become a service that Wall Street will earn royalties from. Proceeds from a NAC initial public offering will be used to manage the specific natural asset and potentially acquire additional natural assets or return value to the owners. And oh boy, is there a ton of money to loot from nature. According to the IEG, nature's assets are estimated to be worth over 4 quadrillion globally. That's 4,000 trillion with 15 zeros. That's eight times more than all of the world's economic assets combined. You may be asking, how on earth will it make this fly with the public? How can this be possible? Well, it's very simple. They'll use climate change for your mongering the same way they have successfully used it to push ESG. And they'll use this time-tested narrative to make you believe it's for your own good. Look at all the lofty promises of this asset class from the IEG's now-removed presentation. If you want a full copy of that, click here. NACs are advertised as a creative way to capture a non-utilitarian, intrinsic value of nature. But how do you derive value from something that's universally owned by everyone? Well, you don't. If you dig deeper, the IEG's accounting principles for investors state profitability cash flows from natural assets as a main gauge of NAC valuations. This is obviously in direct conflict with nature's conservation. If you invest in nature's conservation, you won't be able to extract as much from it. Or if you do, you have to do it more sustainably, which means your margins will take a hit, and vice versa. If you seek to maximize cash flow from a piece of land, you'll have to extract as many resources from it as possible. And that will, obviously, come at the expense of conservation. Then again, I don't have all the answers to climate change and how it should be addressed, if at all. But I can bet my life on one thing. Whatever Wall Street is up to, they're definitely not doing it for the environment, nor are they doing it for the people. Their one and only motive is to make as much money as possible. And it should be your motive as well. It's always been that way. And all the sustainability efforts that Wall Street has pushed thus far haven't proved otherwise. Remember the ESG craze over the pandemic? Turns out it was just one big greenwashing campaign to attract capital for its investment banking clients. Take a look. And while these companies enjoy billions of extra dollars in capital, it's the people who have to pay for the consequences. I wrote about this and how it all started in our letter, The Green Economy is Gasping for Dirty Fuels. Will the NACs be any different? Is Wall Street doing this out of sheer goodwill? You tell me. If you've been following this letter, you'll notice a strikingly obvious pattern. First, Wall Street quietly took over corporate America, that is, goods and services that we buy every day. Then they financialized housing with REITs and utilities that power them. And now they found their next feeding ground, Mother Nature. Soon enough, Wall Street will literally own everything that you depend on for life. Meanwhile, you'll own nothing and be happy, just as the World Economic Forum has told you. Be aware and share this with your friends and colleagues who are open-minded enough. Otherwise, your next camping trip may come with an extra charge for that fresh mountain air, invoiced by BlackRock. Seek the truth and be prepared.